For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everyone, this is Michael Hall, Director of Training at RYM. Before we get to today's podcast, I want to invite you to join us at our annual Youth Leader Training Conference. YLT is an incredible week of equipping, connection, and encouragement for you and your ministry. We're excited to offer two locations in 2019, Nashville, Tennessee, and Paradise, Pennsylvania. Feature speakers include Sandy Wilson, Walt Mueller, Julie Lowe, Duffy Robbins, and Scotty Smith. Registration for both locations is now open. Please visit rym.org training for more information and registration. Hey everybody, we are back talking to Linda Oliver, who is at First Prez in Rome, Georgia. Uh, yesterday we talked about prayer and students asking the question, you know, what am I supposed to say out loud when I pray? And so if you missed that, I'd encourage you to go back and, and check that out. Um, a helpful conversation there and helpful just, again, as we said, encouraging students to lead. And even if it's uncomfortable, kind of pushing them to, uh, to pray out loud. Um, so today we're going to get into a softball question dealing with women's roles in the church, <laughs> one that's not controversial at all. Um, no, Linda and I were joking about that in between uh, recording. Uh, but, but a question that, that Linda has gotten from, from students is, what should I think about women's roles in the church and home? Um, as we you know, are joking, we know this is a very controversial subject, and we know confidently those who are listening, there are going to be some who feel uh, one way about this topic, others that feel another way. Um, so we know that there are sincere believers in Jesus Christ who uh, have varying perspectives on that. So we definitely want to be sensitive to that and acknowledge that, but also have this conversation. So Linda, as you get these questions or this specific question about women's roles in the church and home, um, how do you begin? Yeah. Um, I, I am getting this question from female students, I think a, a fair bit. Um, I, I think I'm getting it probably more than guys on staff would because I have the relationship with the students and, and they want a female perspective on it. I think it's helpful for the female students to hear a female perspective on it. Um, so they know it's not just men telling women you need to do this. Um, and, and yeah, I absolutely want to acknowledge that not everyone listening is going to be on the same page with what I think. Um, when I start the conversation, I, I will let students know, like I am complementarian and not egalitarian and, um, and it's okay if the students aren't, um, but I'm upfront with students about that. And especially because I'm in an EPC church, I want to be upfront with students about that. So in the EPC, um, they allow churches to have different positions on this. They would consider it um, a non-essential. Like one of the things about EPC is they say an essentials unity and non-essentials charity. Um, and so I let them know, like, we're in a denomination that doesn't take an official stance on this, um, but here's where I stand and here's where the youth staff stands and, and let me show you how we got there. Um, and a lot of times I have to gauge a lot about where the student's coming from. Um, some students will kind of bring up the issue and you can tell that they, 
they just really dislike um, the church's stance on it. Um, and I think I'm, I'm especially thinking of some other churches I've, I've been at. Um, they, they dislike it and they disagree with it and they don't really want to listen. And others are, are really like, I'm trying to figure out what exactly the Bible teaches and I want to know and I want to listen. And so let's have this conversation. Um, and I'll point them to some scriptures. Um, like I actually just had this conversation a few months ago with some rising ninth grade girls and pointed them to some things that you can see in like Genesis one through three, um, with creation and what roles, um, the, the man and woman had there. I'll point them to things in, um, first Timothy two, uh, first Timothy three, Titus one, um, looking at, uh, roles in, in the church. And if, if they get into the conversation about, you know, was this just things that were going on in the culture back then or not? Um, I think there's some things you can point them to there that say, well, actually in, in this passage, it it points to creation is the root of it and not, not culture. Um, and, and as I go through those elder and deacon qualifications in the first Timothy and and Titus passages, I'll, I'll usually say like, Hey, here's different ways that people interpret this. Um, and here's why people, you know, disagree on, on looking at like the deacon qualifications and whether or not women can be deacon. Um, and, and here's what I think, and here's where I I lean on that issue. Um, but, but I do let them know that there are different interpretations of that. And then talking about women's roles in, in the home, I point them to Ephesians five and, and I point them to, you know, we see some headship and submission there. Um, but it's rooted in, the relationship between Christ and his church. Um, and again, I would argue is not rooted in, in the culture back then, but is rooted in that. And it's, it's meant to give us, um, a, a picture of the relationship between Christ and his church and in the gospel. Hmm. Um, and so I'm pointing them to things like that. Um, I, if they wanted more resources, I would probably point them, um, to a couple of books. When I was in seminary, I had to read, um, Brian Chappell's book, Each for the Other, hmm. um, which would talk about roles in marriage. And that book to me was really helpful in thinking through what what do headship and submission actually look like? What does that actually mean and what does it not mean? Hmm. Um, and then more recently, I read um, Women and God by Kathleen Nielsen. And she tries to look at a lot of questions that, that are just hard questions that can come up with this topic mm-hmm. about women in the Bible. Um so yeah, so so I point them to all those things, and one of the things I'm I'm really doing as I have these conversations with students is I'm trying to correct a lot of bad thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so there have been a lot of people who come down on the complementarian side of things who have just taken that to mean bad things, mm-hmm. right? And, and given the complementarian side, I think a bad rap in that way, and so some of the bad thinking I'm, I'm having having to correct is things along the lines of like you know, this doesn't mean that women are less important than men. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean that women are only valuable in the way that they relate to men. Like, like looking at the, um, the fact that the woman was given the helper role in Genesis, it doesn't mean that I'm less of a woman if I'm not married and I'm not helping a husband in mm-hmm. that way. Um, talking about the fact that like we, the complementarian position um, doesn't mean that women in general are supposed to com- to submit to men in general, mm-hmm. right? Like there are specific um, commands about submitting to our church leadership, submitting to 
husbands, but not women in general submitting to men in general. And I've actually heard that a lot, um, that kind of thinking. Um, and so I, I correct that, um, you know, and then just thoughts like, does this mean that women should just be quiet and say yes to whatever their husbands say, or are they allowed to have a, an opinion and, and do things in, in the home and church and things like that? And so I have to affirm, like, women have gifts, like the whole body of Christ have gifts, and, yes. and we are and, and should, like, be using them at home and in the church, too. Um and so, I, yeah, I don't want them to hear any anything from me about like this means that women should just like be quiet and let the men do all the important things. Mm-hmm. Um, women are part of the body of Christ and, and we have gifts that we are called to use, um, you know, and then correcting things like this doesn't mean that it's always the woman's job to do the dishes, <laughs> you know, just like cultural things that that we've <laughs> fallen into like that. That's so that's so important yeah. because we we do, um, you know, as you're dealing with as you're talking, you know, specifically junior hires, high school, mm-hmm. um, we have no idea what all they're hearing from the culture. So even getting, I mean, that specific about the dishes mm-hmm. and things like that, I mean, it's it's vitally important um, that you're having those conversations, that you're being being that specific. And I mean, you're saying so so many good things. I think just kind of the the broad. Uh, points you're making, especially at the, at the beginning, is the authority of the Word of God. Um, that mm-hmm. as you're answering these these questions, you're going back to, as you said, you know, Genesis one and two, and then Ephesians, and then First Timothy and Titus. Um, you're showing students, look, this is this is where I'm getting this from, and mm-hmm. and and not just something people have created. That's you know part of of culture. That's just tradition or or whatever. Um, and, and also telling students, I mean, there are other issues, which some of the issues I think we'll get into in later episodes of this podcast that are very controversial and uh, telling, you know, I've told students before, look, I wish I didn't have to assert certain things, um, you know, about homosexuality, for example, but mm-hmm. I believe in the authority of scripture and I've got to submit to it. It's not me uh, that gets to come up with these things, um, these ideas. And so, Again, just you modeling that to students, opening up the word, and this is what it says. But then also saying, you know, but hey, here's here's a verse where some people can interpret dip- differently. I think that's just it's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying a lot of good things. And before I forget, I did want to mention you were mentioning some resources. Um, I recently heard a podcast um, from the Gospel Coalition uh, entitled "The Dynamic Ministry of Women in Early Christianity." Um, it's by Michael Kruger, who's the president of RTS mm-hmm. Charlotte. Uh, it was an excellent uh, podcast and him just going back, I mean, to the origins of the early church and how um, I can't remember the specific number of uh, people who had identifies as Christians back then, but two thirds of the population were females and just why Christianity was so appealing to women um, in, in, mm-hmm. in the early church because it was so different from the rest of the culture because it did honor women. And uh, like you said, many roles uh, in which women uh, could take part in ministry. Uh, so I did just want to mention that uh, podcast again. Very helpful. Yeah. Um, uh, any other things you want to add before we close this out? Um, I think my heart in these things is just that it's so easy uh, in a controversial issue like this for people to, to leave with a bad taste in their mouths, right? No, no matter where you come down on this, like, looking at some of the scriptures, it's like, ooh, 
that looks hard to deal with. Like, how do I think through this? And, and I want to make sure that, that the way that I communicate it to students um, communicates that God's design here is a good and joyful thing. And in the roles that he gives us are good. And, and in marriage, especially, it gives us a picture of the relationship between Christ and his church. Like this, this is a good thing. I want to help students get, get to that place. Hmm, that's really good. And again, like you said, just kind of try to correct some of the improper thinking, even, I mean, using the word submission as you used earlier, mm-hmm. um, that can mean, I mean, it's, it's a bad word in many circles. I mean, even mm-hmm. saying that, but even, you know, illustrating that we all have to submit men and women, uh, you know, in various spheres of the culture, you know, outside the church as well as inside the church. Um, so anyway, just, yeah, a lot of good things that you said there, uh, Linda. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about uh, romantic relationships and questions that come up with that with students. So, uh, yeah, moving from one controversial subject to the next. So uh, looking forward to it, Linda. 